Hello, and welcome to the Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode, which, as always, is for entertainment purposes only. You know, I think about when the pandemic was going on and when everything shut down. I think that was in the middle of March 2020. And for that first year or whatever, it was just, oh my gosh, no bingo. And I was just so desperate to play bingo and to find it anywhere I could that I was actually playing it online to get four little games that you could play online for this guy uh, that I found on this website. But it is amazing to me that now, now that things have opened back up, bingo is Full on, baby. <laughs> bingo is like massive. And every time I turn around, I feel like there's a new bingo hall that's opening up. And so that's what this episode is about. I'm just going to talk about some of the bingo halls that have opened up in California. Okay, so... I know that there's definitely others around the country. Unfortunately, I don't really have a lot of access to that information. And I'm hoping that people will start letting me know, either on my TikToks or whatever, if they can just drop me a line and let me know about other bingo halls that are opening up across the country, I would really appreciate it. But again, for this particular episode, it looks like I'm going to have to stick with stuff that's going on in California. So the very first one I'm going to start talking about is something called Island's Best Bingo. Okay, so Island's Best Bingo is headed up by somebody named Taffy. Uh, I hope I'm always saying that right. T-A-F-F-Y is what I understand how that's spelled. And actually, I think Taffy used to be part of the Samoan Bingo that was over at the Lucky Lady Bingo out in Gardena. And she has broken out into her own, and they have opened this up. And uh, we were waiting for it to come open for a while, and it opened up... um, I think it was the beginning of September, like September 4th, they had their grand opening. Now, I will tell you, when this first opened up, it was initially going to be on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, okay? But from what I understand, they are now limited to just Sunday. I don't think that's a permanent thing. I'm not quite sure what happened. They don't really say, but it's my understanding that it's just temporary. So just so you know, regardless of when it is, doors open at 4 o'clock and the game starts at 6.30. The buy-in at this point is $40, and for $40, you're going to get three six-on packs. Uh, If you want additional packs, that's going to be $5. Now, for that, you're getting payouts of either $300 or $500. They have a huge variety of $250, $300, $400, $500, and $1199 pool tabs, as well as strips. So, um, it looks like they've got free coffee and water, which, by the way, I really appreciate. I know that there's a place that I play at uh, that makes you pay for the coffee. And I've mentioned before that I find that to be a little bit irritating since you spend so much money at these places. I just don't think it's unreasonable for them to have free coffee for you. So that's nice to hear that this place actually does have free coffee. It's located at 340 131st Street in Los Angeles, California. They say that right, 131st Street. Anyway, so that again, that's in Los Angeles, California. And for the time being, it's only on Sunday. Hopefully, we'll get an update soon that it goes back to Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I haven't played there yet, but I actually plan to because, as I mentioned before, this is kind of a spinoff of the place that I used to play. I don't know if it's Samoana or Samoana Bingo that was at the Lucky Lady Casino out in Gardena, okay? So that was run by Kennedy, and that was one of my favorite places to play. Unfortunately, last October, around that time, last September, October, uh, unfortunately, Kennedy's son passed away, but that actually fell at a time when they were going to do 
do some remodeling. So it was supposed to be closed for about two weeks. And at this point, it still hasn't reopened. Although I will say there was a Facebook post that I just saw today and they're supposed to be reopening soon. They haven't given out the address, but the address is supposed to be coming within the next couple of days. So if you're interested in going to that bingo hall, for those of you out here in Southern California, or just in general, go to Facebook and, uh, you know, type in Samoana. I never know if I'm saying that right. It's S-A-M-O-A-N-A, bingo. Uh, look for their Facebook page, and they should be putting out the address for that soon and giving you some more information about hopefully it is opening uh, back up in the next couple of weeks. Now, I saw a lot of people talking about a place up in Hayward, California called Carpenter's Hall. Okay, it's actually OHP Bingo at Carpenter's Hall. I guess that's reopening. Supposedly, that's opening on Sunday, October 1st. That's going to be located at 1050 Maddox Road, Hayward, California. There's a phone number here for you, too. It's 510-909-8589. And the reason I'm giving that phone number out is because when I actually went on to Bingo Me Now to try to log in to see about getting... Um, tickets or just to get some more information about it to see what the setup was. It actually had a thing that said it wasn't available. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there. I did try to call. I think right now my time isn't good because they're on Sunday. They may not be anybody around uh, to the weekend. I'm not sure. But as of this recording, I wasn't able to reach anybody. So again, if you're interested, you might want to give them a call to make sure that it's actually happening. But the paper that I have says Sunday, October 1st, doors open at 1 o'clock, warm-up games at 2.30, and bingo starts at 3. Now, for $20, you're going to get a buy-in of one to four packs, okay? So for $20, you can get whatever is most convenient for you. You can get one, two, three, or four packs. Now, it's also $5 for any additional packs. It's also important to know before you go there that they don't take anything but cash. Not that that's unusual. I think most bingo places just accept cash, but... But this place takes cash, Venmo, cash, app, and Zelle, but no cash back. <laughs> okay, that's kind of important for those of us who like to get cash back to buy pool tabs and strips or whatever else. That is kind of a, a nice thing to know. I'm glad that they clarified that so you don't get there and think you're going to be able to do that. And then all of a sudden, poop, you can't do it. So that's kind of unusual. Most bingo places are really good about making sure that you can have all the money you want. <laughs> Again, if somebody knows, that's great. I hope you can pass that information on TikTok, whether or not it actually is available for October 1st, which is coming up uh, pretty soon. <laughs> but again, that's OHP Bingo at Carpenter's Hall up in Hayward, California. Now, another bingo hall that opened up a little further north was Winner's Bingo in Tracy, California, okay? Now, this was a big deal. They'd actually been open for a little while during the summer, but they had their grand opening on August 12th, and unfortunately, I didn't get to go. But this looked like it was so much fun. So many TikTokers went up for that event. They had strip payouts of $1,500. They had three paper special payouts of $500. Uh, the buy-in was between $50, $125. So I'm sure you got a variety of different things depending on how much you paid. But they also had a Bingle Shark must-go payout for $5,000, as well as a Powerball that was $5,000. Now, I don't know if somebody got that. I'll need to check to see if somebody won the Powerball, but I can guarantee you somebody won the $5,000 Bingo Shark Strip. So anyway, that started at noon. Uh, doors opened at 10 a.m. I don't know how long it went, but I can guarantee you it probably went well into the night. 
technically their grand opening was August 12th of this year, but they've already had a really big TikTok event that was up there. I don't know if it's specifically TikTok, but it was sponsored by TikTokers, uh, Bay Area Bingo Babes. And that happened over the weekend of September 9th, 10th, and 11th. And I got to tell you, I'm really sad. I was going to go to this particular event. I'd actually... um, got a hotel reservation, you know, and I was all set. I was just going to drive up and do that. But it came right after I'd just gone to Alaska on a cruise. And I had just gone to Vegas after that cruise to celebrate my aunt's 90th birthday in Vegas. And I was just done. I was just really, really tired. But it it really breaks my heart because I was looking forward to it so much. And when you look and you see all these people up there really celebrating and really getting into it, so many TikTokers. It was just really, really insane. So yeah, that was on September 9th, they had it. It was called All About the Benjamins was the event that it was called, but they had stuff going on, like I said, those three dates over that weekend, uh, celebrating Letty and Sabrina's birthday is what it was mainly about. But it looked like it was a lot of fun. But I can guarantee you, this place is going to be really, really popular. There's going to be so many other events happening there and so much going on. So I'm really excited about it. And I know I keep saying I'm going to make it to all these places, but I will. I will make it to all of these places and get to check them out in person. Okay, so really looking forward to going up to Tracy, California. It's located at uh, 1005 East Pescadero. I hope I say that right. Pescadero Avenue, again, up in Tracy, California. And you can get this on Bingo Me Now. A lot of these things, I don't know if I mentioned, you can get on Bingo Me Now. Uh, Island's Best, actually, if you go to their website, they have it where you can go ahead and get an early buy-in for that. Now, moving back to Southern California... I was just recently notified of another place, okay? It's just like, it's like every day, something's popping up every day. So this is called Montebello Christian School. Its grand opening is going to be on November 7th, which, by the way, is my birthday. And unfortunately, I'm going to be in Las Vegas for the South Point uh, $2 million extravaganza. But if you're in town, uh, Montebello Christian School is going to have its bingo grand opening. Doors are going to open at 5 o'clock. Games are going to start at 6.30. This supposedly you can get on Bingo Me Now, too. But to be honest, I went on there and I didn't see it. So I don't know if there's just a naming thing or if it just hasn't happened yet. Or most likely it's, you know, you still got a little time, maybe. Maybe that's going to come up in a couple of weeks. So keep an eye out if you want to go to that one. So hopefully you can go ahead and get your uh, tickets and your buy-in on Beagle Me Now. But it's located at 136 South 7th Street in Montebello, California. It doesn't give any information about what the buy-in is or what the payouts are or anything like that. I would imagine that sooner or later, you'll be able to like Google it and it'll come up somewhere. I didn't find anything, like I said at the moment, I didn't see anything on Bingo Me Now, but hopefully that information will become available soon so people can know, you know, is it going to be worth their time to go out there? And I'm sure it will be. Now, last but not least, I want to talk about a new place that's opened up here in Pasadena, California. Okay, it's called Live, Love, Play Bingo. Ah, what else could you ask for? I love that name. It's a perfect name. So I was invited to go out there and check it out. And I did go and had a really, really good time this past weekend. I liked it. It it was a nice place. It's, uh, like I said, it's in Pasadena. It's located at 2242 East Foothill Boulevard. Uh, It was fun. Doors open at 4 o'clock and the game started at 6.30. It's on Wednesday night. Uh, They had 20 paper games that pay $250. And 
And it was a really fun place. You had really people concerned about trying to make this work for the community so they can bring in some money to help other people out. And a lot of these places that are uh, bingo halls, that's what they're doing. They're trying to help their communities out with raising this money. So it was a really nice place. Again, I said, they have two rooms for those of you who care. There's a room in the back for smokers and there's a room in the front, which I always like it when they separate that because not all of us are smokers. Again, they had coffee, which I like places that have free coffee. Thank you very much. I'm not going to get tired of saying that. Uh, they had like a little snack bar. I will say that they could have used more things. I think they had hot dogs. I think they had a choice of sandwiches. They had a lot of like chips and things like that. You had soda, you had water. So that was nice. It's always good to go to a place and be able to get some food because sometimes you're running from work or whatever, because this was far from you, by the way. This is a long ways from my house. So it's nice when you get there that you're able to find food. Uh, people kept telling me there's a, a In-N-Out burger down the street, which there was. <laughs> But have you guys ever seen the line at In-N-Out Burger? It was way too long. But I did find a little flame broiler, for those of you who care. There's a flame broiler, and there's a Vons right around the corner as well. So that was nice. I was able to grab some food. But again, knowing that if I couldn't, there was an option there to get stuff. Uh, if I was going to have any kind of criticism, uh, I would say that it's that people have to get used to selling pool tabs, okay? It is an art form. It is a talent to be able to sell pool tabs where you get to the point where everybody's happy. So I think what they need to do is try to get used to knowing the amount of pool tabs that you need to have because it felt like they had way too many sometimes and they were having trouble selling them, which is not unusual for a lot of places to try to sell their pool tabs and get them sold out. But I think when you've first starting, you just don't know how many people are going to buy or not buy. You need to gauge how many you need to purchase yourself because you've got to make sure that you're selling enough that you're making your profit. So that was one thing. Also, I realized or I noticed that some of the people who are selling the pool tabs were saying flash or they were saying pool tabs. Um, but either way, it's, it's more helpful for them to say what the pool tab or the flash is. To keep saying flash makes me have to keep asking you all the time, what do you have? You say you have... Um, uh, zippers. Well, I just bought zippers, so I don't need to stop you if you can just walk around saying zippers or Betty Boop or um, California Gold, whatever. If you walk around and actually say what the name of the pool tab is, it's going to save you a lot of time <laughs> and keep people from asking you uh, over and over what you have when it's already stuff that they don't need anymore. It actually seemed to me that by the end of the night, they were doing that, okay? They were saying the name of the pool tab as opposed to just saying flash or pool tab. So that was my really only one criticism, which isn't much. People have to get used to selling the pool tabs. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a technique that you actually just have to take, have a little practice with before you get comfortable with it. But they did a really good job, and there was a nice variety of pool tabs. Uh, before I go, though, I do want to say one of the nicest things about this is that I was sitting at a table next to an elderly man, and I say elderly like I'm not elderly, but he was more elderly than me. And he was really sweet. He was all by himself and he wasn't quite sure what he was doing. So I was trying to help him. But in the meantime, he had some hard candy. Remember the little hard candies that used to be like in candy bowls? I don't know if the young people know that. People used to have like little candy bowls and he used to have uh, hard candies that you would eat and stuff like that. So he had a bag of these hard candies and he kept sharing his hard candy with me. And then at the end of the night, all the hard candy that was left over in his bag, he gave to me to take home. <laughs> I thought that was so sweet. It was really nice. So it was a nice, comfortable time. People made me feel welcome. Um, 
they really did seem like they were getting it together and, and uh, were trying to make a really nice success of it. And I think they will. If you have a chance to go out to Pasadena, I would recommend going. Uh, for me, again, it's a little far, but I'm definitely going to go back. So that's the one thing I wanted to talk about and one of the places I would recommend. I'd actually recommend everything. Everybody should go check out these bingo halls. See if you like them. See if they're close to you, convenient, have good payouts or buy-ins or whatever, because bingo is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you're having more options to play. So that's what we want to talk about for this week's episode of The Broke Bingo Addict. And like I said, I am going to try to do some more research and try to find bingo halls that are opening in other parts of the country because I don't want to just be talking about Southern California as much as I love it. All right. So again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you got some information that was useful and I hope you'll come back again to listen to the next episode of The Broke Bingo Addict. Thanks. Bye. It's not a game. It's a red stick.